Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1367, Three Important Life Skills Nobody Ever Taught You, part one, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. And I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Sunday and welcome back or welcome for the first time This is where I read to you every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life covering personal development, productivity, and minimalism mostly from some of the best bloggers and authors you can find with their permission, of course. Our other four podcasts cover other topics. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're listening to this to find those podcasts too. Today's article is from Mark Manson, a bit longer than usual, so I'm breaking it up into two episodes. So with that, let's get right to part one and start optimizing your life. Three Important Life Skills Nobody Ever Taught You, Part 1, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Imagine for a second that I'm your father. I know that may bring up all sorts of awkward and unpleasant connotations, but stay with me here. And until we're done, just call me dad. Now, let's pretend that we're having one of those intimate heart-to-heart conversations that we all ideally imagine having with our fathers. Maybe we're sipping beers on the back patio, listening to the crickets and watching the moon slowly find the horizon. Maybe we're laughing about some movie we just saw or reminiscing about that time you threw the cat in the toilet when you were five. And in that photo-perfect patio moment, let's pretend that I'm suddenly inspired by the gods, i.e. three beers, to impart some of that uber-cliched fatherly wisdom to you that's supposed to completely rearrange the interior decoration of your mind. Let's pretend that I turn to you, my lovely son or daughter or ambiguously gendered person that I don't fully understand but still love and accept unconditionally and share with you in all my fatherly wisdom the three most important life skills that no one has ever told you before. And then you turn to me and say, what the f***, dad? You sound like an infomercial all of a sudden. And I'm like, uh, yeah, and then awkwardly launch into the conversation anyway because f*** it, I'm your father and you have to listen to me whether you want to or not. So yeah, pretend all that stuff is happening and then imagine this is more or less what I would say. First important life skill, how to stop taking things personally. An unfortunate side effect of our consciousness residing in our brains is that everything we experience in our lives involves us somehow. The car in traffic today cut you off. The cable news show you saw last night, you off. Your company's massive growth this year gave you more money. As a result, we tend to have an inherent bias towards assuming that pretty much everything that happens to us is actually about us. But here's a newsflash, just because you experience something, just because something causes you to feel a certain way, just because you care about something, doesn't mean it's about you. This is hard to remember, and not just because we're so embedded in our brains and our own bodies, 
but because making everything about us in certain ways feels good for short periods of time. It feels good to think that everything that's good that happens in your life happens to you because you're this good, amazing person. But the price you pay for making those good experiences about you is that you must also make the bad experiences about you. You must interpret all of the bad things in your life to be about you as well. And as a result, you place yourself onto a self-esteem roller coaster where your self-worth bobs up and down, experiencing dizzying highs and crashing lows with the merciless ties of whatever bullshit happens to be going on at the time. When things are good, you are the God's gift to the earth who deserves to be recognized and applauded at every turn. When things are bad, You are the self-righteous victim who has been wronged and deserves better. What is constant is this sense of deserving. And it's this constant sense of deserving that turns you into an emotional vampire, an antisocial black hole that only consumes the energy and love of those around you without ever offering anything in return. Okay, maybe that was a bit dramatic, but you get the point. When people criticize you or reject you, it likely has way more to do with them, their values, their priorities, their life situation, than it does with you. I hate to break it to you, but other people simply don't think about you that much. After all, they're too busy trying to believe everything is about them. When something you do fails, it doesn't mean you are a failure as a person, it simply means you are a person who happens to fail sometimes. When something tragic happens and you become horribly hurt, as much as your pain has you absolutely convinced that this must be about you, remember that hardship is part of choosing to live, that the tragedy of death is what gives meaning to life. And that pain has no prejudice. It afflicts us all. Deserving or not deserving isn't part of the equation. Second important life skill, how to be persuaded and change your mind. Most people, when their beliefs are challenged, hold on to them as though they are a life vest on a sinking ship. The problem is that oftentimes their beliefs are the sinking ship. For most of us, most of the time, our beliefs are not simply ideas that we hold to be true, but they make up key components of our identity. And to question those beliefs means to fundamentally question who we are as a person, which in case you didn't know, is really painful. So we'd rather put our fingers in our ears, scream la 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 over and over and hope that the unfortunate evidence that we're wrong will magically go away. Take a person who doesn't believe in climate change. A lot of them are not stupid. They understand what the science says. They understand the arguments. The problem is that somewhere along the way, they decided that not only was climate change something they believed was fake, but climate change denial also represented who they were as a person. And once they enter that territory, you're almost never going to fish them out. But this attachment to our beliefs doesn't just affect science and politics. I've seen it affect most people's daily lives as well. Take dating. I've seen men who still hold on to beliefs about themselves that they formed in high school that women aren't interested in nerds, that they need to have a bunch of money or a sweet car to be loved. Maybe these beliefs served them and explained their lives when they were 16, but at 32, these same beliefs and assumptions were wrecking their dating life. You're gonna be wrong a lot in life. In fact, you're gonna be wrong pretty much all of the time. And in many ways, your ability to succeed and learn over the long term is directly proportional to your ability to change what you believe in response to your ignorance and mistakes. To be continued. You just listened to part one of the post titled Three Important Life Skills Nobody Ever Taught You by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. I'll finish the rest for you tomorrow. And that's it for today. Hope you're having a great weekend. Thank you for being here. 
And I'll see you in tomorrow's show where we'll finish this post and where your optimal life awaits.